0: It's getting warmer, the sun is staying out later, flowers are blooming and that can only mean one thing, it's springtime. G&G Operators is here for all your springtime needs. If you're getting your garden ready, G&G can bring you top quality soil to nourish your veggies. If you want an in-ground pool for summer fun, GNG can get you started as your local dirt work pros. Is the wind blowing away your mulch? G&G carries a variety of landscape rocks. Whatever you're wanting to do, give GNG a call, 244-4297 today for a quote on all your dream landscaping projects. That's G&G Operators operators 4297
1: in the know to be knowledgeable or having access to information about something being privy to special or new information or this program on KXIT it's time now for in the know brought to you by your Heart connection bringing our community together with new and important information with your host Dyke Rogers and this week's guest
2: Well, welcome to this week's edition of In the Know. I'm your host, Dyke Rogers, and our guest today is Jeff Byrd, Superintendent, Dalhart Independent School District. Welcome, Jeff.
0: Thank you very much for having me again, sir.
2: Jeff, this is a big day and a big week, I guess, for uh, for the school system here in Dalhart, maybe for the whole community in Dalhart.
0: What's going on? Well, obviously, Saturday, our voters' voices were heard, and we won the school, the school bond elect at a 57 percent passing rate and uh, our 50 million dollar project was approved in we're extremely excited about the future of Dalhart Independent School District, and we feel like that it will be a benefit to the entire Dalhart community.
2: Well, I bet it will. Well, there's, there's going to be a lot of questions about, uh, you got $50 million, you know, when do you get it? How do you get it? How do you spend it? How do you regulate it? Who's going to spend it? So let's just spend a little bit of time answering some of those questions. Yeah, absolutely, Jeff, first off, just the, the kind of a timeline on what's going on. You have to sell these bonds somewhere. When does that happen?
0: Yes, sir. So we we are contracted from a our financial advisor is a group called Live Oak, and John Blackburn is our financial advisor. John and I visited this morning before I came in, and our goal is to have everything ready and have those bonds sold at our August board meeting. And once the board approves those sales, then we'll send those into the AG for approval, and we'll hope that we have those funds available by September of 2023. Uh, you know, one of the questions I get asked all the time, are you going to sell all of the bond at one, uh, at one time? And my response to that is, no, we won't. Um, between now and August, Live Oak, Gallagher Construction, who's our contract manager, and our corrigan who is our architectural firm that the board hired will have hundreds of meetings between now and august and we'll know exactly how much we need up front before that august board meeting Um, you know the the long short of it is i hope that we can sell 30 million as an example we can sell 30 million in august and we can hold off and delay the sale of the other 20 million. Um, that's that's the goal. There's a lot of questions that'll come up between now and then, but our goal is to set to sell 30 million in August and look at selling the other 20 million down the road and it should it, it will fluctuate. That's probably not going to be the exact dollar amount, but that's our goal going into it.
2: Okay, and uh, uh, that's Live Oak Financial that's going to be doing that. Yes, sir. Okay, and then you have uh, Corrigan. Tell us what they do.
0: They're the architectural firm that will create the schematic design. In, in the past for, well, it's, it, I keep saying 18 months, but it's probably been closer to two years. The board uh, had a facility improvement committee come in and tell us, tour the district and tell us what they felt like what the community perceived for our biggest needs to be obviously the intermediate was the number one priority well when we start the schematic design of this building with corrigan it's a six to ten month process if everything lines up perfectly they can have it done in six months but in fairness it's probably going to be closer to eight to ten months They will meet with faculty, administration, they'll meet with what's going to be called a a bond facility oversight committee, and they're going to be able to give input to what they believe the design of the building would be where we'll get the biggest bang for our buck as well. So between now and December, there'll be multiple meetings where this committee, the administration, We'll take input from the teachers. Obviously, they're going to be on that campus that have insight as to what they need for day to day. Again, that's a six to 10 month process. So, hopefully, by the end of the year, we'll have the schematic design prepared and, and ready to be approved.
2: Okay, well, you know. It, it, there's been a lot of question as this bond issue moved along as to exactly what you are building and how. And, and one of the things that's interesting in this, but it's the only way it can be done, is you really don't know what you're going to build until after you've got the money to be able to build it. So you that's have right. some idea that you can actually pay the architect to do it so this committee that you've got this bond oversight committee has that already been established you know who's going to be on it and has it been set yet
0: it has not that's something that we'll discuss at our board meeting tomorrow night i say that i'm i'm not aware that those conversations have taken place yet but it's it's something we'll discuss with the board tomorrow night Um, i would bet that the people that were on the facility improvement committee and the people that were involved in the PAC committee, which was uh, the group that helped push the the bond for us, those folks that have been involved are certainly welcome. And, you know, it's I've, I've tried to be as honest and transparent as I could be the whole process. We would love for those people to be on the oversight committee, and we're going to take input from them. But. If their desire is for us to have pink rooms with purple polka dots, that doesn't necessarily mean that's what we're <laughs> going to do.
2: Uh, I understand. It's called it's called oversight and advice. It's not called build and do.
0: Yes, sir. Yes,
2: okay. Sir. So so first of the year comes, and you've got the plans, and you know yes, exactly where you're going to build now. You know where it's going to be built now, right?
0: Yes, sir. Um, the intermediate school, what the facility improvement committee ended up recommending is we own the lot south of the high school on Spirit trail when you make the trail around the high school it'll be on the south side of the parking to the gymnasium we own that vacant field there and it's it's the it's on all the designs that we've proposed and showed to the community
2: Okay, and eventually, you know, 10, 15 years, sometime or other when the elementary school needs to be replaced, it would be built there also. And so when you build this, you're doing it to accommodate that yes, all in one facility okay. at some time.
0: We believe that the the acreage that we have there would accommodate both buildings. And again, what we've asked of the architectural firm is, is all of the common areas, your gymnasiums, your cafeteria, if there's an auditorium or if it's a cafetorium. Uh, your music room the hallways the amount of restrooms that it be designed not just for the intermediate school today but uh, as we progress and it'll be a long time after i'm retired but when when the elementary is in the same condition 15 years from now that the intermediate school is currently in that those common areas will already be built and we can build wings Uh, administrative offices, um, et cetera, in classrooms off of the intermediate school where we'll have one centrally located elementary and intermediate campus in one spot.
2: Great. Well, okay, so now you get the plans... and they're around the first of the year you got the plans. What happens next?
0: Well, so it's it's a three- or four-phase system. One, we've got to have the schematic design from the architects. Two, we've got to have the bonds prepared to be sold by Live Oak. And then the construction oversight manager is going to be Gallagher Construction. Um, Once that all takes place, we'll, we'll look at selling the bids for the project 10 to 12 months from now. That's after we have the schematic design and we know what we're bidding. When those are sold in a perfect world, if everything is smooth and we don't have any hiccups, we're going to look at breaking ground in May of 2024. So I'm, I'm just talking about dirt work at that point. And then that would give us for May of 24. and again, if... If we don't have any problems with the materials that we've ordered, if supply and demand and shipping are all in alignment and the stars align perfectly and we don't have the bad weather that would cause a delay in construction, if we start in May of 24, our goal would be to move in the new facility before school starts in August of two thousand and twenty five, but that's a pretty lofty goal and everything's gotta fall in place for us for that to occur.
2: Well everything always works the way it's supposed to, doesn't it?
0: <laughs> Not in construction. Or my experience <laughs> hasn't been that.
2: Okay. Gallagher is going to handle this as a as a construction management company and oversight. Has Gallagher done anything else in this area uh,
0: they have I, I i this is my first experience with Corrigan's architectural firm, but I've been very impressed so far with them uh previous to my uh taking the job as the superintendent here in Dalhart, I was the superintendent in Vernon and I used Live Oak Financial for the finances and we contracted with Gallagher as our oversight um, we built a we had a forty million dollar bond we built a four grade campus for the elementary and then we also uh, built a a state-of-the-art media center which is a glorified library it looks more like a college library with technology Uh, that was a 40 million dollar project that we passed in november of 2021 they did a fantastic job a little bit closer to home here they've uh, done some renovations and built an ag facility in stratford they've done a, a great deal of, of campus and classroom renovations in Groover and recently they are building a k-12 uh, 80 million dollar facility in Ackerley, texas at sands independent school district just south of la mesa
1: did you know gng is a family-owned and operated business dean and gay are very excited to say that all of their children and their spouses play a role in the day-to-day work at gng operators Their son, Chase Graham, is a current operations manager in Dalhart, along with his wife, Rebecca Graham, she does any of the daily tasks that may arise. Chase Graham is also beginning to take over many of the daily responsibilities of the business. The oldest daughter, Chansey Graham Carrot, and her husband, Josh Carrot, own a trucking company that helps with the daily deliveries of a variety of products along with assisting with the shop. The youngest daughter, Chanessa Graham Slamma, along with her husband, Judd Slamma, handle the day-to-day activities of handling feed for a large supplier here in Dalhart. G and G prides itself on being family oriented and family run, with all of the siblings along with close family friend Curtis Thomas holding a partnership in the business.
2: Well, at least you're getting somebody who's experienced and knows what they're doing.
0: Well, they, they again, I, I don't have a finance degree. Uh, Obviously, I can balance a budget, but at the end of the day, I want experts giving us expert advice. Um, I have 100% faith in Live Oak and John Blackburn. I have 100% faith in Gallagher Construction's team. Uh, Just because they're the ones helping us go out for bid does not mean that we don't have control and input. Uh, If we've had contractors that we've used previously that we believe have done a really good job we have enough input that we can n- not influence or do anything unethical. That's not what I mean. But uh, people that you have a, a work history with that you value the job that they do, we have input in hey, these people have done a really good job in taking care of Dalhart ISD and we want to make sure that they have an opportunity for these bids. We also have the ability to use local contractors that make the bid as opposed to, you don't always take the cheapest bid. Sometimes uh, if you go to a car dealership with enough money to buy a Yugo, you're probably not going to drive away in a brand new Cadillac Escalade. So. You have to be cognizant of sometimes the lowest bid is the lowest bid for a reason.
2: Yeah. Well, I, I kind of have a uh, a feel for both you and the school board and this uh, committee. I was uh, uh, deeply involved on the school board in the construction of what is now our junior high school. And I can't recount all the hours involved in meetings and going and talking with construction people and – and uh, uh the contractors and the whole deal so you guys have a real job ahead of you passing the bond big job constructing this uh, new facility is going to be uh lots of hours and i I know you've got a new school board's just been elected Uh, uh they've got their work cut out for them
0: well i had several people call saturday night and and tell me congratulations now you can relax (laughs) i appreciate (laughs) the thought but uh, this again i've I've been through this process at a previous district and uh, it's a different type of work it's not as public as is when you're making the presentations for in being transparent i guess is the word i'm looking for but the the workload for me will double, and there'll be m- many special board meetings for the board to make some uh, tough decisions. Uh, but we're we're going to be as transparent as we can be through that trust trosp- uh, process. We're going to be as frugal as we can be with without cutting corners. Uh, there's lots of unknowns that are out there, but I believe we have the right group to assist us in making those decisions. And our board is, is fully on board with being transparent and taking as much input as we can from the community to make sure that this is a successful project and something that our entire community can be proud of for many years.
2: Yeah, I remember when I was on the school board and we're going through this process. I mean, the pay was amazing. Yes. You know, so you might tell us, how how much do your school board members get paid Uh, for all this extra work?
0: They get one free meal a month.
2: It better be a good one.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so
2: we're looking. Looking at best-case scenario, you can move in in August of 25. Yes, sir. Now, there are other things that this bond's also going to be used for. So, like the renovation on our ball fields, when will that take place?
0: Well, I have a meeting at 1030 this morning with our oversight committee with Gallagher, Corrigan, and Live Oak. And my number one priority is the elementary school. We've been transparent about that from day one. So... We can't commit a great deal of funds outside the intermediate school until we know exactly what that project is going to cost. However, we were very conservative in what we believed the bids would be for the baseball field. So, my goal, and I'm not going to make a promise on air that I can't keep, but my goal is for the lights to be on the baseball, at a minimum, for us to have lights at the baseball and softball field before the next baseball and softball season. Now, I can't tell you beyond reason of a shadow of a doubt that the concession stand and restrooms will be built at the softball field or the new scoreboard would be in, or that we can get the chain length done in that time. But we, we've we made do with what we've had for so long. I bet if you ask any baseball or softball player or parent if we could get the lights in before baseball season next year, they would be okay with us if if the other projects on the fields aren't done before the season starts. If, if we get lights in, our kids get to play more. And at, at the end of the day, that's why we have a program, so we can play games and our younger kids can get better. We've, we've been able to get our ba- our varsity contest in, but for so long we've really neglected our J- JV programs, and if they have a freshman team, they as well, because it, in the last 20 years it's kind of changed, and I'm an old baseball coach. used to your sub-varsity played opposite of your varsity. Well, if you only have one baseball field or one softball field and the JV's playing on Monday, that limits your practice time on Tuesday. So most districts have moved where you play a varsity contest early and a JV contest afterwards. Well, if you have lights, that's fantastic. If you don't have lights, you get the varsity contest in, and most of our JV games lasted one, maybe two, or three innings, and it was called because of darkness. So our number one objective at the baseball and softball complex is to get lights, and then we'll prioritize from there. Okay. Sounds great.
2: Well, Jeff, it's going to be an interesting time that you're going to have coming up. Now, does this bond have any effect on the way you operate the school in terms of teacher pay, supplies, any of this sort of thing?
0: No, sir. Not, not from that perspective. We we cannot use bond IMS debt to pay salary. Um, we It does help us in many areas of the money that we've, we've tried to be frugal since I've been here, and I think they did a really good job of that before I got here, so I'm certainly not throwing rocks at people that lived here in glass houses before me. It allows us to utilize our M&O budget much differently. You know, we've got several areas we've probably neglected because on the priority list we just couldn't get to them annually. Um, We've got some uh, some areas at the high school and the elementary school where the parking lots and the asphalt and the drives are in poor condition. We need to address those. Um, the track, there, there's multiple ways that you can take care of an all-weather track, and we haven't done any of them. <laughs> you, you can overspray the track every five years and it doesn't change the appearance of the track but it seals it to keep water from getting underneath it and releasing the pavement on the track Uh, that hasn't been done Um, we'll probably do a complete resurface job on the track but that's double the cost of the resurfacing you have to again we go back to my five-year plans you know we you you have to today you've got to be worried about five years from now that's as simplistic as my mind can work. But the decisions we make with how we upkeep our facilities today, we we, we can't make a decision today without not being worried about it five years from now. So there, there are probably 10 to 15 large projects that we can start, like Johnny Cash built his Cadillac, addressing those one piece at a time until we get them done. But with the bond passing, that allows us to spend what we might have in reserve or what we are able to budget annually for. It allows us to, this is much bigger than the intermediate school or the baseball and softball field or our HVAC units. It allows us to upkeep the district much easier from a finance standpoint. So it's not going to affect teacher salary, but it certainly affects how we spend money in technology how we spend money on our fleets for our buses and for our suburbans um it allows us to address some of our roofing needs you know people neglect roofs in a school district probably roofs are the most neglected project in a district if the roof's not sealed and water's coming in the building i think people have that backwards sometimes that's one of my biggest priorities um Hopefully, when we get the elementary done and we get the baseball and softball complex done, I've, I've had an, an energy efficiency company come in, and I did this three months ago. And it's for my five-year plan for our HVAC units, because I had to have a plan A if the bond passes, and I had to have a plan B if the bond failed. How are we going to replace these HVAC units specifically if the bond failed? Well, they're going to have a report to me when the next 30 to 45 days... Of here's what you've got to address right now, and here's what we might can, you know, get down the road three or four or five years. Um, We've had a roofing company that I've done business with for years come in and grade every roof in the district. A, that roof is good for 15 to 20 years. B, you've got 10 to 12 years. If it's a grade C, you've maybe got five to seven years. If it's a D, we can do some patchwork and get by three to four years. And if it's an F, it's time to replace it.
2: That's great. Well, Jeff, I tell you what, this has been a really interesting conversation, and it's the kind of thing that somebody may want to tune back into our website and advise your friends to listen to, because there's a lot of information in this, and you kind of know what's going on. Thank you for your time today, and I think our listeners are really going to enjoy what you have to say, and and I want to congratulate you and all of the people who were involved in getting this bond issue passed. It's a big deal for Dalhart. Absolutely. This has been In the Know, part of the Dalhart Connection. So be sure and go to KXIT.com for past episodes and for other community information. Good afternoon and thank you for calling G&G Transmix. This is Curtis. How can I help you?
0: I was hoping to get some concrete supplies for a project I was
1: wanting to start, but I wasn't sure if you could help. It's just a home project. Nothing like
0: the giant projects I know you do for commercial buildings.
1: Of course we can help. We love bringing big, small, and in-between dreams come to life. If you need five yards or 500, we would love to supply you with anything you need. We also have rebar, rebar chairs, wire mesh, and anything else you need for your concrete project. Perfect. Perfect. I am so glad I called you today. Tell me about your dream and I'll help you put together everything you need to make it happen. At GNG Transmix, they can help bring dreams of all sizes to life. Call them today at 244-4298 and they can get you any concrete or supplies you need. GNG Transmix is excited to keep you in the know about all Doward ISD news and updates.